Welcome, welcome friends. You've just tuned in to Adventures in Marketing, a Creator's Key series that takes you on a thrilling journey through the ever-evolving landscape of creativity, strategy, and success in the world of marketing. I'm your host, Joshua Garcia, a content creator and marketing specialist for an art-forward, tech-driven creative agency. Each episode, we dive into the world of marketing, bringing you captivating stories, enlightening interviews, and actionable insights that will leave you with the knowledge and inspiration to innovate and pioneer your next project. Thanks for listening. And until then, keep exploring, stay curious, and remember, the greatest adventures are yet to come. How's it going, friends? Welcome to another week of Adventures in Marketing. Hope you guys had a great week and just wanted to give you guys some of the updates and some of the projects that I'm currently working on on my end. So with the Love Long Beach Festival, looks like we're getting closer to making this deal happen. It's not exactly what we wanted in terms of budget. However, we're doing it just because we love to do it and also for good faith. Mufasa is going to be doing the painting on a 60 by 72 canvas. It'll be a hybrid of live paint and color by character. And then I'll be there to host it out. Make sure the vibe is right. Post it up on the stories. Uh, Jaime will probably be there as well. So uh, it's coming up July 22nd. Um, in So hopefully I'll have more for you guys uh, this upcoming week because we just scheduled the logistics with the event itself and the event flow. Long Beach Walls and Art Rende is coming up. We're starting to receive all of the merchandise for that. And a great thing that's been happening with our email marketing is for the past three emails consistently have been receiving over 50% open rates, which is unheard of in terms of email marketing and the industry. The average that I've been hearing about is anywhere between 20 to 25% is a solid open rate. And we've been doubling that, which is pretty exciting to see. We have a really great design team. And also as, as far as the emails go, I'm keeping them light and concise and graphic heavy like very visual so that way you know when they open it it just brings them joy that's the intention and i'm writing to one person really i'm writing the email from a place of something that i would want to see as we receive the, the merch i want to be leaking out you know behind the scenes stuff first dibs contests giveaways probably gonna hide some merchandise with some of the artists as they're painting their murals so that way they can give it away to people on our email list the people in our email list are vips and i want to make them feel that way so i'm just gonna have a lot of fun with it of course i have cassie and alicia to help with you know to help bounce ideas off of we're about a month away from the festival so uh, we got to move quickly if we want to, you know, move this merch. Another project that I'm working on is the activity book with Eric Michael and Leah and have received all of. So essentially, let me explain. Let me backtrack a little bit. So what the activity book is, is a coloring book designed for kids aged anywhere between five to 13 and it stemmed from January 7th this year. Uh, Eric had reached out and he's like, hey, you know, I have, I have this idea for a book 
a coloring book the idea that I want to do. Are you down? I was like, let's talk about it. So we walked around the marina having this conversation about when his his daughter Kayleen was in the hospital. She just had surgery and she had nothing to do post-surgery as as she was recovering. She would be either watching TV on the tablet or on an iPhone. He wanted to have her do something that was, you know, that stimulated her her creativity, her brain, her mind, you know, things of that nature. So, you know, fast forward, he's like, you know what, I, I really want to execute on this project and I, I want to build it and I want you to be a part of the team. So when he had shared that with me, you know, the, the activity book, this coloring book is going to be um, supplied to uh, underserved and underdeveloped neighborhoods, um, schools, and hospitals. And so we've been working, and now we, we, we have about 10 artists that have submitted either a coloring page with their own design, a crossword puzzle, a maze, and I'm editing the whole thing, just making sure that everything, the flow of the book is good. The Arts Council is on board and they're supplying 100 coloring kits alongside with the books. And now we're, we're in this process of wrapping up the, the production of the book and now start marketing it. So I'm excited to share with you how that goes. We're looking to do a Kickstarter and potentially we'll be on ABC7 News. So more on that as it unfolds, but that's where it's at right now. We have the design. Leah is doing an amazing job with the design. It looks great. It looks clean. I'd, if I were a kid, I would want to be on it <laughs> working through the book. So I'm excited to, to see how that all unfolds and turns out. And I have, a feel, you know, I have a feeling that Kickstarter would be a good place to rally support and also you know get more attention maybe we can do some case studies as we get further along with the kickstarter because i'm learning about how to kickstart a kickstarter project and i want to do it in a big way um, if we're going to do this so that's that all right so wrapping it up and I want to thank you guys for listening. But wrapping it up, I, I want to share this idea of embracing your weirdness. So Chris Saka, who is a Silicon Valley angel investor and public speaker, says, Be your unapologetically weird self. I think authenticity is one of the most lacking thing these days. When I read that in Tim Ferriss's book, it really resonated with me because sometimes we hold back or we, we play small. We pander to other people, essentially. In a world that often values conformity and stability, it can be tempting to try to fit in and be like everyone else. We're taught to stay within the lines and follow certain norms, standards, and expectations to be successful and accepted. But what if I told you that being different and embracing your weirdness could actually make you more valuable and interesting. One of the most important things we can do in life is to be our unapologetically weird selves, right? This means embracing our quirks and unique quality personality traits. It means not being afraid to stand out and be different, even if that means going against the grain or challenging the status quo, right? Look at all the people that you look up to and admire. They usually don't care what people think 
and are truly themselves. Chris Saka states, authenticity is one of the most lacking things out there these days. When you come across someone's authentic self and it resonates with you, you become attracted to that person. And sometimes you don't even know what that what it is about that person, but it's magnetic. It's a mirror, right? It's a part of you that you see living through them and you're connected with them in that way. Sometimes we become so obsessed with presenting a certain image or projecting a specific persona that we tend to lose sight of who we are. We can even lose ourselves in relationships and other people in a career and wonder why we are feeling off. Typically, that's a good time to find time for solitude and reconnect with yourself. When we embrace our weirdness, we open ourselves up to a whole new world of possibilities. We become more interesting and unique, which makes us more attractive to others. We become more creative and ideas flow, which can lead to new opportunities and relationships. We become more confident and self-assured, which can help us navigate the challenges of life with greater ease. So how can we embrace our weirdness and be our true selves? So the first step is to let go of the fear of judgment and rejection. And this was a big one for me because sometimes I tend to care what people think too much or I fall into the trap of people pleasing and wanting people to like me. And it ebbs and flows. And usually I don't realize that I'm in a people pleasing frame or state until it's too late. And that's typically when I pull back and I'm like, all right, I need to regroup myself and cleanse essentially. And we may, we need to understand that, that not everyone will appreciate or understand our quirks. And that's okay because your unapologetically weird self may deter people and that's okay too. Don't worry about the people that don't connect with you. Those are not your people. Your people are out there. Trust me, you, you just need to find the real ones. We need to learn to embrace our differences and celebrate our uniqueness, even if it means standing out. Another important thing is to explore and express our passions and interests. I'll talk about this in a later episode. We all have things that we love and enjoy. And when we allow ourselves to fully immerse ourselves in these activities, we can discover new sides of ourselves that we may not have even known existed. We may tap into sides of ourselves that need to be expressed. You know, one thing that I've learned through coaching and, and also just through a lot of reading is what did you love to do growing up as a kid? tap into that finally we need to surround ourselves with people who appreciate and support our weirdness we need to find a tribe of of like-minded individuals who accept and celebrate us for who we are quirks and all when we have a supportive community around us we can feel confident in our weirdness and continue to grow and evolve into the best version of ourselves there's no jealousy or envy just love and appreciation people to celebrate your wins and people to celebrate your wins with and not compete with shoot you down or feel threatened by your success there's enough of everything for everyone eleanor roosevelt said comparison is the thief of joy understand that there's no one exactly like you alive on the planet today no one so being your unapologetic un- being your unapologetically weird self is one of the most valuable things we can do in life when we embrace our uniqueness and celebrate our differences, we open ourselves up to a whole new world, pun intended. <laughs> we become more interesting, creative, and free, which can help us navigate the challenges of life. 
So go ahead with your bad self. Or here are some keys for embracing your weirdness. The first is don't be afraid to be yourself. Easier said than done at times, but the most important thing is to be true to yourself, even if it means being different from the crowd. If you're quiet, be quiet. If you're loud, be loud. However you're feeling at the time, be authentic to that, and you don't have to switch who you are for anyone else. You don't have to minimize yourself to make others have to like you. The second is find your tribe. There are people out there who will love and accept you for who you are. Find those people and surround yourself with those who make you feel good about yourself. Three, don't let anyone define who you are. You you are the only one who can define yourself. Don't let anyone else tell you what you can or can't be. Or, you know, if you're too this or too that or too small or too loud or too much, don't let anyone do that. I think it just comes from a a knowing yourself. Four, embrace your quirks. Your quirks are what make you unique. Don't try to hide them or change them. Just embrace them and let others love you for it. And five, have fun. An old manager of mine said, if, you, if you're not having fun, you're doing it wrong. And being weird is supposed to be fun. Don't take yourself too seriously and just enjoy the ride. So that's all I got for you that, so that's all I got for you guys this week. Um, thanks for listening as always and make sure to embrace your weirdness. If you're feeling weird, be weird and, um, we'll catch you on the next podcast. Thanks. Peace.